it's MC Devi here. You are listening to the Beat Beat Podcast, exposing the truth as we see it. This is a podcast where son, a mother of one, and a grandmother of three open up each other's eyes to the matrix. Look at the modern day world from the perspective of three different generations. Follow, laugh, and brilliantly analyze the tragic comedy we know as the human experience. Music you are listening to is by my late and great grandfather Sadun El Beati. May he rest in peace. Yo 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 yo. Dempsey mm. Devi. And I'm joined by my lovely hook. Wow. Okay. Lovely co-host. Co-host. Thanks. The Reverend Summer Elbe Addy. Hey. And it is Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this on May 10th, 2020, which is the first Mother's Day of the new decade. Right? Oh, yeah. So I think that's pretty good accomplishment significant mm-hmm. yeah i am sorry about the audio in the last episode hopefully it'll be better this episode i was recording with the wrong whatever i don't know i'm i'm not i'm not an expert at this yes I, you are i should go to sound school you are an expert you fixed it uh barely what what do you mean what what do you mean barely fixed it oh well, i mean yeah i fixed i fixed this yeah. so clearly clearly I you're did an expert good yeah clearly yeah. i'm an expert anyways um the cats are asleep which is good anyways i'm gonna start off with a little quote hmm. from george orwell in time of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. I mm. thought that was just a really nice little quote because I'm looking at the world right now and I don't I don't know what to believe, mm. to be honest. I have, I don't even know what's going on. You're confused like many. I'm not confused. I'm just like... Well, I'm like, what the heck, man? Well, I mean, currently, um, we have. Sorry, I'm too close. You're way too close. To way the too close. Sorry, y'all. I'm loud. I don't know why. Getting ready. I don't know why what? your mic is so loud. Whatever. But... Okay. Anyway. See, I'm not an expert. I don't no, know. No, you're fine. You're anyway. great. Okay. Look, it's Mother's Day. So mm-hmm. let me speak. Okay. Let me speak it's mama's day it's my day okay okay now here's the deal we have just found out in the past few days that the white house has received the virus so this is interesting an interesting twist right so what is it uh trump's valet has it 
Eleven. His, the guy that gives him food. Secret Service. Yeah, the guy like that gives the him worst. food and drinks. The worst. You know how I am about when you hand me a drink. What do I say, Devin? When you hand me my cup, like uh, I go, please give me some water. Touch or the something. T- touch it with the handle. Don't touch it with the handle. Don't be touching the rim. Don't grab the. rim. That's where I put my my lips to drink the water. You know what I mean. So yeah. anyway. Okay, so think about that. What if the person touched the the rim of the glass that they're handing to El Presidente, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that. Eleven Secret Service got it. A few more Secret Service are out of commission or something like that, I guess. I don't remember. And then... Uh, who is it? The, the vice Prince, president, vice president, press secretary. Yeah, the press Mike secretary Pence. of the VP. And uh, there's a clip of Trump saying, "Don't worry, don't worry, everything's okay. Mike Pence has been sent to a very far away place, very <gasps> far away." Well, yeah, now that that place. could be interesting. That could be a like bunker, right? Well, that could be like protocol. Like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, because what infected. if the president goes down? But so does that mean the president's been infected? Um, I mean, like, what is that about? Or has the VP been infected? Or are they just separating the two of them just in case? I don't know. Weird don't stuff. Know. But the fact of the matter is it has reached the White House now. This is, I mean, I I pray that the White House is now going to change their tune and, and treat this even more seriously. Oh, I, I think that's they what's going to happen. They have to, right? They have to. Yeah. I mean, it has reached your house now, buddy. Your it's house. in your house. Your house. Oh, and Ivanka is somebody, some assistant to Ivanka too. So it's your daughter's assistant. Yeah, they are. We're not taking precautions. Nobody's wearing masks. Now, they, now apparently people have to wear masks. But you see all of these people together. They're not wearing masks. Mike Pence went to that hospital, Mayo Clinic. Everybody's wearing masks. He's supposed to wear one. He doesn't. Like, they're playing with fire. This is a serious pandemic. So if you want to know what to believe, believe that this is a serious illness that's out there. This is a serious virus. And and it's coming for people. And we need to protect ourselves by stay at home, stay safe, keep each other safe, and... Um, recognize that it is here and life has changed. The sooner we all accept that, the better. Better. Um, yeah, there's... I think there's like over eight strands now. They've discovered... They discovered that somebody in France, Paris, France, had the virus in January. So... And I, th- I, I'm gonna be honest. I think I had something similar. Maybe it didn't mutate as bad. It was a different strand or something. But you, I was talking yeah. you were to sick somebody. In the fall. Yeah. I was talking to somebody on the other side of the country, not in a totally different state. He had the same exact thing for two months. He had this cough, and I had the same thing. This yeah. cough for two months. I'm yeah. like, he's on another state, on another side of the country. And we had the same illness, so I don't yeah, know. Maybe you had it. And they're they're discovering tons of strands of this thing. Well, okay. 
And now it's know, hitting man. children. You know how they've been all like, oh, children are okay. Don't worry about it. And yeah, it's they want to they wanna open up schools and everything. Is everybody insane? It's you mutated. cannot. First of all, I'm sorry. I was a teacher and I am a teacher. And so and I love my students. And and so I don't I'm not putting not saying anything about my students in particular. What I'm saying is children are carriers of of virus lots of viruses but they just they're they're like you know people refer to them as little petri dishes i'm it's just reality jack okay that's why teachers have strong immune systems because we have been around children the first time that i taught kindergarten y'all oh my god i was sick all year long all year long all year long. That was my first year teaching. I was sick as a dog. Well, I, mean, I almost missed my brother's wedding. That's how sick I was. I mean, just look look at a preschooler and then compare it to... And I love preschoolers. To a kitty cat, for example. I love preschoolers and I love kitty cats. Kitty cats are sticking their face on the floor. Oh, God. Sniffing around because they have no conception of germs. Well, preschoolers don't have same. any conception mm-hmm. of germs either so preschoolers are kitty cats well no it's the idea that you know i know like I'm... like we compare these cats to toddlers like their brains i know are just not fully They're developed so cute i know. You know but okay so here's the deal okay so let's think about this a second you are going to okay in california here they're talking about how oh in july we're gonna we're gonna reopen the schools okay I think that's crazy. Okay. Insane. You want to, you want to talk revolutionary. We all need to accept the fact that we need to be doing virtual teaching until they get a vaccination for this thing. Okay. Because you, number one, you cannot separate kids from one another. Let's just say, okay. You, I mean, Devin knows my, my old classroom, like how big it is. It was pretty big, right? Could you imagine having all my students, you know what? I had eight, uh, eight at one time or no i had a lot more a lot more more in terms of when i merged classes and stuff but let's just say at the very least eight let's just say okay you can't separate eight students from one another in a classroom like it's really hard to do six feet apart classrooms are not that big kids are very touchy anyways true they're gonna they like to touch one another. They're going like, to make a paper airplane yeah, and throw it at their yeah. friends. That's just going to happen. They're, they're, they're so sweet. I love kids. I, I really do. And yeah, they're going to do that. They're going to poke at each other. They're going to, you they're know. Gonna go outside and recess. They're going to play tag. They're going to play tag. I mean, yeah, you cannot like... keep them apart. So, and then, and then, I'm sorry. How are you going to keep masks on them? Come on. Wait, kids were do not they... want to be wearing masks and sweating while they're running outside. Were they saying to the kids will wear masks or what What were they saying no i don't know what's gonna happen i i don't but they they should be wearing masks but the point is that school districts are now looking at how are we going to bring the kids back in july and i even talked to an administrator in um santa Ana unified school district you know and and talked about what they're looking at doing and all of that i i I'm just saying, I am just saying, this is crazy. And 
I love Governor Newsom, but he needs to pull back and reevaluate and not be telling all these school districts to be planning to go back in July or August at the latest. That is cray cray well, to the hundredth degree. Well, from a government perspective, they want to open the economy real badly. You know, they want to open it back up and they want to open the world back up. But I, I think that the world is going to be different in the sense that stores are going to have to change their mindset and um, schools are going to have to change their mindset. Everything's going to be more online. You know what I mean? Because mm. there's going to be a new era of superbugs and viruses. This is just, mm-hmm. we've entered the new era of of plagues and it's our own damn fault, you know? <laughs> right. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, I just spent a glorious three days with amazing entrepreneurs on, you know, an online conference that I was privileged and blessed um, to have been invited to by my publisher to participate in, right? And there was one, I mean, the message from everybody, but there was one keynote speaker i think his last name is burnoff i think anyway he spoke and he basically said you know things have changed everybody needs to get with the program like we all need to realize business is not business as usual you want to open the economy these are all a bunch of entrepreneurs clearly they want to make money right they're entrepreneurs but they recognize that things have changed and now they've got to change the way they do business they have to pivot yeah, they call it pivot. Exactly. Like in basketball. So, and so taekwondo. if that's the case, then shouldn't everybody else be doing that? Like, shouldn't shouldn't everybody accept that it's different now? Even the governor said it's, you know, number one, all the governors say it's not going to be like a light switch. Number two, um, it's going to be slow, slow making. Like, don't be expecting that we're all just going to like, okay, tomorrow, let's all, all the stores are open. Everything's fine. You know? Oh, and then I, I'm just like, there are some states who are not only just opening up like, hello, everybody, come on, let's get all comfy, cozy again. Um, Some of their religious organizations like churches are opening up in some states. Are Are these people insane? I, you are not going to find me walking into <laughs> any religious place of worship until they have a vaccine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not doing that. That is some scary stuff. And I was talking to somebody yesterday who said the same thing. And you know what? We need to be careful. Just because they they go, oh, go ahead, guys. It's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just like I don't really passionate yeah, about really, this right now. Apparently, I don't think they will develop a vaccine for this thing this this is a weird virus uh it's just weird it's right and it's and it mutates and like you said and there's various strands and kids now i don't think i got to say this yet i meant to say it and i think i went er brain freeze or whatever kids now have this thing called what is it kawasaki yeah something like that no kawasaki kawasaki i don't know I don't think that's what's in called. New York. It, it yeah, was, yeah. It, it Kids are dying. Yeah, they're dying from this um, virus now. Like we need to, we need to be very serious about this and stop 
you know, letting your kids go run outside and play with their friends and like, you know, let's be serious. Let's be serious. They develop a rash. They develop a fever. They they get it. It affects their heart. You know, um, adults getting blood clots and stuff, and you know, stroking probably. I mean, it's just this is so serious, and I just want everybody to take it seriously and continue to wash their hands and wear their masks continue when they go to wash outside. Their hands. <laughs> like really like this is good this is a good lesson everybody like i'll tell you when when i was sick that whole year my first year teaching boy i learned about washing hands when they said when they said wash like when they told everybody to wash their hands a lot i'm like bruh i already wash my hands 20 times a day i do 40 too. times a day 50 times a day you Oof. know what i mean I, am, I don't need a virus to tell me to I, wash yeah. my hands. And I carry hand sanitizer with me all the time. But it's crazy. I learned that from you, of course. And yes, of course. Wash your hands. Yeah, germaphobe. Um, I am not a germaphobe. I taught kindergarten. That's my excuse. You're practical. I taught kindergarten. I know about germs. That's all I'm saying. But a lot of people don't wash their hands a lot. I taught preschool, too. You know? Yeah. No, I've seen I know. a lot of guys go to the restroom. Oh God! And they Don't do tell not me. Wash their what? hands. There are women that do stuff like that too. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying, people. <laughs> what are you thinking? It's just you've touched a doorknob. I remember. I remember your Tita, your you know my my sister in law, telling me about when she was studying bio. Um, that at you know my alma mater. <clears throat> The same one that is her alma mater, University of California, Irvine. What, what? Anteaters in the house. Woo! Anyway, they're phenomenal in bio, biology, biology. Okay. And she told me that they would take a swab of germs from the doorknobs. Oh, mm, disgusting. Okay. Okay. What happened with the the germs so many germs on doorknobs okay everybody recognize that if you walk into a bathroom and you turn the doorknob even if you don't go to the bathroom wash your hands and then use the paper towel that you use to dry your hand to open up the door to exit that makes such a big difference oh and use the towel to turn off the water faucet i don't see people don't do that because they're like so worried about the water you just you just wash your hands with and then you touch the water faucet the 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 what's it called the faucet the thing okay for turning it on and off the lever with your yeah the lever with your freshly cleaned hands but you had just touched it with dirty hands. I so... would use your knuckles. Use your knuckles. What are you thinking? Use your paper towel. Okay. Use your knuckles. And this is... Okay. Now, I am concerned about the environment as much as the next person. But all of these blow dryers being in no paper towels in bathrooms, public bathrooms, is like... That's not helping. Because what are people doing? Oh, there's no paper towel. So they're turning off the faucet. They're opening up with their new clean hands. Opening That's up the why door you should and always it's dirty. carry gloves on you. Gloves? Before this, you should have been carrying gloves mm. on you. Let's be honest here. I know. Some light Do you know? Gloves. Okay. So I have to tell you. Okay. So your grandfather used to tell a story about this man in Iraq who was a germaphobe, a true germaphobe, right? And he would, your, you know, your great grandfather had a um, medicinal herbal store, right? Mm-hmm. And he would come into the shop there. Okay, 
and he would be wearing gloves. Okay. And probably, you know, I don't know if he wore a mask. Maybe he did. I don't remember. But he wore gloves. He would not touch anything, right? And he had a cane, and he would use his cane to point to things that he wanted people to get. Okay. He <laughs> was not going to touch him. He was a germaphobe, and he probably was wearing a, a face mask, too. He knew something. Hello? Clearly. Now, your grandfather used to laugh when he would tell us a story and everything. But when I taught kindergarten, I completely understood. I was like, like can I, I just wear gloves guy. everywhere? Can I just wear a mask, please? But of course, I couldn't do that because, you know, everybody would think there was something That's wrong funny. with me. And but you'll I never, understood. But you'll never see that in the States because everybody is so self-conscious. Mm. You know, like even now. People are going out protesting. Open up. Uh, still? I'm, not, I'm not sick. Wait, last week. Does they matter? were doing I'm that. Are they still doing currently oh, okay. in the present are era. They still doing we are it? Probably. Yeah, they they're I was reading something I'm today. I'm rolling my rolling my eyes. I was y'all. reading something today and um this guy's like I went out and everybody was like acting like nothing was fine, open up their stores. Right. I was like, "Okay." Uh anyways, I don't know what I was saying. I don't remember what I was saying. Um, See, you distracted me. Thanks a lot. Sorry, I was making sure my phone was going off. Um, it's my best friend, and I need to call her back. Okay, She's a doctor. What was Speaking of uh, coronavirus. But I was saying something what? before. And About the protesters. People no, protesting, going out. That. Going out and going out without a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they protesting because they're angry about the economy and all this stuff like that? Or are they protesting because they're self-conscious about wearing a mask? Mm, they don't want to wear a mask. Well, I mean... Well, I think we're all a little self-conscious about that because it's weird. But you know what? We just If we all just do it, then it won't be weird. It'll be the norm. It's like we all well, it's wear similar clothing. Yeah, it it's is. It's normal in Asia. Right? right, exactly. In Korea, everybody wore a mask and they got it under control. Yeah. It's starting to resurface again because apparently there's 900 more strands that have developed. Right. It's but, ridiculous. Um, oh. But they were oh. all wearing a mask. Like if everybody wore some sort of protective equipment and they didn't you know they wore gloves too you know then maybe this wouldn't be so widespread in the states but americans are known to be dumb by the rest of the world sadly unfortunately we do have that reputation unfortunately you know and and i don't appreciate that okay my ancestry on my mother's side okay uh, built this country, fought in the American Revolution and Civil War and yada, 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 participated in the Underground Railroad, okay? We are smart people. I come from smart people. Yeah, ministers, professors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty smart. And farmers. We got that in our background, too, on your grandmother's side. So I'm just saying we're pretty smart, built this country, I don't like the fact that we are known to be dumb collectively, like yeah, we're collectively we're just dumb. Collectively stupid. You know, I mean, that's like we we need to we need a little redemption. I here. mean, 
you know, it's kind of true, I think. And well, yeah, we haven't, we still haven't. Uh, uh, well, when paid, the paid when the rest paid, of the uh, world repar- re- reparations re- is that how you say that reparations to when the rest of the world yeah. when the rest of the world speaks is all bilingual and you go to the right. U.S. that too. And, that too and we know. yeah and people are like oh, oh i don't want to learn another language mm. it's so awesome to be able to speak another language so cool yeah it's like uh. two selves uh two what two selves yeah, yeah so cool and like you just you oh you just understand culture is better you know and you feel connected to other people in the world i Mm. okay anyway end of rant yeah that was 20 minutes of rant i was not ranting for 20 <laughs> minutes uh anyways it's mother's day you have to be nice I to know, me i know i'm trying my best you can talk about how i'm the best mom in the world <sighs> <laughs> And tell you, the fine you already folks know everything you're, you're gonna the best, make me best mom in the world for dinner. Yeah, you already know that. I don't need to say it. You don't need to multiple say times. I need to hear it sometimes, at least once a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Everybody, tell your mommies that they're the best because they are. Okay. Um, I keep forgetting what I'm gonna say. Let's return to this quote that you read, George Orwell, author of 1984, right? Yeah, I haven't read 1984. I read, read a long time ago. A little bit of Brave New World. Mm, that's a great book. Just a little bit. Of that's it. a great book. The beginning is really slow. Yeah, um, you need to just get past that, push past it, and just go. It's amazing. I think I'm going to have to buy the written word because I was doing the audio, and the audio book is so annoying. Oh, is it? God. I didn't understand a damn thing. Don't get the audiobook of Brave really? New World. It is bad. It's not. You need to see the words. It's terrible. Yeah, I need to see the words. I don't know yeah. what they're saying. They're talking I mean, about Alpha, Alpha, Delta, Beta, Charlie. I'm like, what? What is going on? Like mm. the, the versions of people. Yeah. Like the Alpha people are the Apex. And then yeah. you got the Betas and all that stuff. Right. The, the Deltas. But, 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 but let's just talk about. I mean, you know, that's we got test tube baby. I mean, these were profound, yeah, profound um, works because they basically told the future of what's going on, or they paved the way for the future. And so here, you let's read that quote again, George Orwell. In time of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. Okay. So in a time of deceit, so do we think we're being um, uh, deceived? Do do the majority of the people think deception is nigh? Well, this goes back to our first episode. I think deceptions in the media. Yeah. And uh, this idea that the media lies, the mainstream media especially, lies, lies, lies. Because well, some are the talking heads of the government. the government, so, you know. Yeah, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. Uh, well, yeah, Fox News. Uh, they're all 
No, Fox uh, News is like number one. That should have been the first thing that came off your lips. That is considered the talking head. The other two, less so, but yeah. Yeah, that's Fox, the talking head for the Fox Republican Party. Republican Party is what I'm saying. And then those are for the Democratic parties. They're propaganda machines. Yeah, they're Every all government yeah. has control over the news agency, some sort of control, some news agency the government has control over okay mm-hmm. so yeah they yeah they sure do so you have to keep that in mind when you're listening to the news now they will criticize since the cnn for example and msnbc are you know partly controlled by the democratic party they're going to criticize the right and fox news will criticize the left because mm-hmm. they're partly controlled. I know, and it's so stupid. Party. It's so stupid. Everybody just needs But to... they made this virus political, and that is my problem. Mm. I, I would not have expected uh, this to be so divisive. It's a, it's a damn virus. Who the hell cares? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then you got these freaking conspiracy theorists all over the place talking mm-hmm. about all this crap that are... Uh, you know, inciting these protests, and it's, and I think that's where the deceit stems from, and the mm. deception, and where I'm going. Like, I don't know what's true, or not at this point. Mm. Like, you know, I'm just like, well, and and you've got people attacking annoying. doctors, attacking Dr. Fauci. Um, you have you have you know attacking scientists, attacking. You know, the doctor is saying, oh, they're, they're, you know, doing this for the insurance companies and stuff. They, doctors are there to save lives, okay? They take this thing called the Hippocratic Oath. Is that what it's called? Hippo, hip, by, yeah, Hippocrates or whatever. <laughs> it's not like being Hippocratic or being a hypocrite. It's not like that. It's not related to that. It's the Hippocratic yeah, Oath. But, yeah, but okay. But anyway, they are to save lives, okay? don't you sit there and go and listen to these um, conspiracy theorists who say, and I love a good conspiracy theory. You all heard me say that before, like, Ooh, juicy, juicy. But I do not like the ones that are attacking the medical field. These people are on the, I'm too loud. I'm too loud, but I need to say this. I need to say this on behalf of my best friend. Who's a doctor. Okay. Look it, look it, look it. Okay. These people are, are, you know, on the front lines, okay, to use military uh, language, okay, they are fighting for people's lives and some of them are dying themselves. There are doctors and nurses and others who have died from this virus. And it is an insult to 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 those that are there to save your lives to be saying, oh, they're they're all like, you know, skewing the numbers and they're they're doing this for the insurance companies to get paid. You know what? I I just want to tell them you better you better pray you don't get you don't get that virus because if they heard you, they would still have to save your booty. Yeah, they would still they, have they to because they took that oath. Took that oath. God. All right. Yeah. So. Well, that's just that's people cherry picking. You know what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. There was another George Orwell quote. Um. Something like people, you know, don't care about the truth. They'll hear what they want to hear. It was something like that. 
they mm. you know the truth the real truth to get the real truth you'll have to to you know lie to yourself mm. you know what i mean like you maybe you think you're uh maybe you have a low self self-esteem and you think you're worthless right mm. well that's a lie you're telling to yourself because factually right you probably have some sort of skill even if it is just playing video games really well you know what i mean yeah a lot of people have lots of wonderful skills that they don't even realize you know yeah but you're you're lying to yourself and saying Mm -hmm. you know you don't and it it goes both ways let's say you're complete uh narcissist for example you're lying to yourself when your ego because it's, it's when you the say ego. you're the best at everything yeah, when, when you're the best mine's the very best everything i do is the very best yeah that's yeah those are extremes right those are you know opposites and they're extremes you know the middle way the middle path is the way to go right i have some great qualities and i have some things i need to work on that everybody everybody i don't care even like everybody i can sit here and say Wow, there are some things I'm really great at and some things I need to work on. Not me. I'm perfect. Sure. Sure you are, Devin. Sure. <laughs> well, you're perfect in my mind. In my... Oh, Thank you. And the kitty's mind. perfect minds. child. But no. Kitties. There are things you need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as long as you can take responsibility for that, the world will be a better place if everybody understood that. Yeah. If everybody but understood, understood that, that they are also amazing. People, people, amazing. It's amazing that people are alive. But people don't unique. have that level of self-awareness. Okay. Right. Well, I'm here to help them develop that. Okay. If they so That's need. Good. That's good. No, I'm being serious. I know you're being serious. Oh, okay. That's why I'm saying that's good. Yeah, because I want everybody to love themselves and, and put love out in the world. Yeah. Yes. So the time of deceit. Mm. Uh, I think we've been in this time of deceit for a while. And, you know, you know, maybe that's the World War Three everybody was talking about. Everybody thought World War Three would be fought with nukes. Right. But it's an it's an information conflict. It's the war on information, right? Is it not? Yeah. Well, now we're all connected more to what did what would you call it? The Matrix. The Matrix, right? We're yeah. all connected online. We're even entering. More. We're entering the, this new world of we're gonna have to be connected a lot more mm. to, you know, make. A living now um there's good parts to this online matrix right mm-hmm. and there's bad parts okay that's in everything but i think when your you know i guess your livelihood is depended on on that Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, maybe it's it's neutral, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there's, of course, the also the matrix of 
that we're living in right now, which is the information war, the war on information that everybody's fighting right now the with conspiracies and protests and the right wing and the left wing and that's the true world war three did you want to read something i i did i um so i was reading i was in a uh um a women's discussion group and um, we're reading The New Human Revolution, Volume 2 by Daisaku Ikeda. And, um, and he talks about the Renaissance, right? And um, talks about there was a, this longing for a fresh revival of humanity, right? Um, he says... He says the longing for a fresh revival of such humanity was the impetus that led to the Renaissance. Proudly, the people called for a return to the days of old, a return to the human being. And then he talks about how it's like this, the, you know, it just emanated everywhere and it liberated people. And um so the renaissance you know um for those that know history what was the renaissance it was it was this time of looking at literature and the arts right and developing oneself and what we call the liberal arts right the yeah. humanities mm -hmm. the humanities right and so you're and it was about connecting with literature and arts to connect you to your humanity philosophy right so are we possibly and this is what i asked in the group are we entering sort of this new renaissance right are people now going to be con you know reading more studying art more studying music and dance and philosophy and connecting more with their humanity instead of being these robots that went to work went to school came home la 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 la, la. now we're online so we don't have to leave to go anywhere we can do our class right if we're in school we can we can do our class on zoom or something like that and then go bake some banana bread. This is what I think is going to happen in the long term. Mm. I think that is a huge... Um, hold on, let me turn my mic up. I think that's a huge possibility. I think what will happen is, you know, we have this first wave of the virus. And I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a second wave. Now, these are just my thoughts. Yeah, there will be a second wave. And they've said so. The scientists have said so. Listen to no, science. No, no, I'm saying, but the they're not going to close the economy again. They, I don't think no. they're going to do that. There's Well, they talk about building herd immunity, right? Well, there's no way they're going to do that. And um, if they don't do that, a lot of people are going to die, right? A lot of people are going to die. And after that, we may find out maybe this isn't just the coronavirus. Maybe there's tons of viruses all stemmed from the coronavirus strand, mm -hmm. right? Right. And they've been working, they've worked their way into the global populace. They've mutated 
and you know maybe this is some primal uh, virus that we have never encountered before and maybe there's a ton of these viruses that are you know from millions of years ago okay uh that was in the ice caps or whatever that theory is mm-hmm. and um maybe like maybe and you should prepare for the idea that society will drastically change to the point where going outside is going to be only for essential things cuz right now or you know people would go outside for for no reason really and i'd see this a lot with teenagers you know mm-hmm. they'd all go outside with their friends just to like just to hang out just to hang out you know mm. but that may not be a thing that can happen anymore uh yeah well they may allow people to hang out in small groups you know but what eventually i'm saying they're gonna say only up to no, 50 no. to go to your church but what service. i'm saying is society will be too scared to go out oh not there'll be a fear not that the government is saying stay mm-hmm. home oh society, society will. as a whole will yeah. be like no this isn't gonna work we and and all jobs will become remote right uh a lot of the jobs will become automated right this is the new well they're already got a lot of ai going i know this is the start of the new the new age, right? And yeah. you know the beauty about that is there will be less pollution, hopefully. True. Cuz there'll be less people moving around. Mm-hmm. Um of course factories will still be going going. But maybe, you know, maybe maybe there won't be as much manufacturing going on. Yeah, the cruise businesses will probably in the air the airlines. Air, airlines those are the huge polluters so maybe yeah. that's enough to repair the ozone layer and you know and maybe everybody will learn that hey this lifestyle we've been living since you know the dawn of the industrial age mm-hmm. isn't really working out right and maybe people you know it's interesting you hear people say wow i'm so much more productive now that i don't have to drive an hour to work driving takes and an hour so back much or you know willpower. or even a half hour it's just like it takes way too much willpower you know what i like to do i like to wake up i like to write a little bit i like to read and then i work and after all that you know the optimal wor- work that you get is in that small period of time does that make sense Mm -hmm. the mornings Mm -hmm. everything after that is not quality work and i can tell it's not quality work Mm -hmm. so when you're asking people to drive and use up most of their willpower they're driving they're listening to music they're pumping themselves with audiobooks podcasts right and you're asking people to do that and then go to work and then work they're not going to give their quality work because the quality hours are in the first traffic. few hours that yeah. you wake up. Yeah. And they're so in traffic. Better, they're using most of their willpower yelling at traffic. It's better to roll out of bed, start working, finish earlier. It's it's just you're more productive. Yeah. Okay. 
you you spend four hours well, yeah, when I, it would take you six normally. I think so. I think there is something about that morning for me that and and I'm more of a morning person than you are. So you know. Yeah. Well when I wake up really early, I it feels really good, but mm-hmm. it just like continuously it's so hard for me. I know. Uh, it just you know, you miss one You're a night owl. You miss you miss one time Ooh, to like like that that owl outside. Well, that's when I like I get my my boost is at night, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what that gene is, but that's pretty common. It's not for me. Just saying. Yeah, you go to you just. I'm like out. early bird, early to rise, you early to bed, out. early to rise makes a woman healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I just think. You you should prepare for that 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 new age of of new age of man, you know? Of human or hue whatever. Don't just say new age of man. Okay? I'm doing it for the thematics. Today is Mother's Day for God's sake. New age of mothers as well. Yes, thank you. And new kitty, age of humans or hue woman and kitty cats. or whatever. Huh? And kitty cats. Or human, H-U-M-Y-N. And camels and giraffes and pandas. Not M-A-N. Mm-hmm. Are you listening? What? Dear. What? New age of human, but spelled H-U-M-Y-N, not M-A-N, because we're not talking man. There's lots of gender out there, okay? It's not just male gender, okay? But... Woman, just, just, just man, just. human. No, no, Hugh, woman, men, H U M Y N. Okay, it's a new word. Deal with it. New spelling. <laughs> but woman, man. There are other gender. The people are gender fluid. Hello, they don't want to identify as either one. Okay, okay. So just let whatever. it go. It's called human. Deal with it. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So world of a new age of human men. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, right. I'm changing the subject. Yeah. Uh so it looks like between the US and China mm-hmm. there could be a Cold War developing as oh well. Oh my god. Um and Saudi Arabia too. The Americans have been pumping them for years with weapons, but the oil prices have dropped mm. drastically. Mm-hmm. And it seems as though Saudi Arabia is preparing for something big as well. So, uh, what's going to happen with that? That seems a little weird. To well, me. I just want to throw this out there. When you want to stimulate the economy, you go to war. I know. That's what so, we were. Were we talking about that last episode or we the were. episode before? So I'm Pandemic, just throwing that out there. Uh, economic collapse and then war to boost the economy. Yeah, because you know, but you then, have a pandemic, so why not throw the military in there and make them all go fight some war? Which I will put the word "stupid" in front of. But that's how the that's how the world works. Uh, 
after World War One. That's how it was a roaring, roaring twenties. Right. So they're right? gonna be like, we want the roaring twenties. Economic <gasps> collapse. The roaring twenties. Right it's twenty twenty. See. Mm. And See then how after I did that? was the Great Depression, and then World War Two, right? And then and then there was then another economic a... collapse, right? And then 9-11 happened. Well, no, no, but right? we had the 1950s in there. That was... That's what I'm saying. They were having... There was the Great Depression in the 1930s. Right. Then there but... was World War II. Right. And then and then you're saying... Wait. What do you mean? What am I saying? Wait. Roaring 20s came after the World war. World War I. Right? So the Roaring and 20s. The pan- so it was pandemic. good stuff, right? And so then you have... So after World War let's II, go back to World shouldn't War there be shouldn't there be like good stuff happening? No, let's go back to World War One. Hmm. Okay. Nineteen eighteen was a pandemic. Right. World War One. Bad. Okay, was around that time as well. Right. And then we had the Roaring Twenties, which is after good. the Roaring Twenties, we hit to the Great Depression. After the Great Depression, World War Two, the economy was boosted again. Right. After that, wasn't there another wasn't there some roaring collapse? roaring fun? No, in the nineteen nineties or eighties, there was another well, economic collapse. Yeah, but you forgot then in the nineteen seventies we there was some sort of oil crisis too, and you had to like wait in line in the gas station. Remember? Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't born then, but yeah, yeah. okay. And there was what Vietnam War was. You weren't born then. Time. Neither was I. Korean War. I what? don't know. I need to look at a timeline. Okay. But th- my point is, this is how countries work, mm-hmm. okay? Something they bad happens, the economy, yeah. they go to war. Not only does it boost the economy, but it boosts national pride and therefore national morale, okay? Mm-hmm. Makes everybody happy. We're American. Now, if... Now, national morale in this globalist society doesn't exist here in the west as much and for the most part the world if we go to cold war with china uh i'm wondering what will happen with how our society reacts and will that incite sort of uh the new renaissance well i mean they're okay so they're already blaming china for the virus right so they're acting as though they created this virus in some sort of lab or something right you've got people being racist towards asian americans of which some of my family belong right and i have friends who are like you know hey you know i'm like the only asian in this town i'm not going outside thank you very much i'll be staying inside you know like so you've got this racism that has been prevalent in our society from the get-go. I mean, we came here, invaded this land, and took it from Native Americans. So, you know, hello, right? The natives. Conquered it. Yeah. So, you know, then we brought slaves over from Africa. Like, you know, and we're still not apologizing for any of that. Viruses. Huh? We brought viruses here. Oh, yeah, we sure did. And, oh... And what's happening? The horses. Navajo, the we Navajo community is really getting hit hard with this uh, pandemic. Yeah, because they don't have the infrastructure. It's like this is this is 
you know, it's like, oh, okay, you already did this to us. Now you're doing it to us again. Thanks. You know, I mean, sick, sick, sick. Give them what they need. Give them the ventilators and stuff. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Anyway, don't get me started on all of that. That just angers me beyond belief. And that's why Gallup, New Mexico was, you know, uh, blocked from people going through because um, of a lot of Navajos there. So, Um, anywho, um, but my point is because you're asking, oh, will there be a renaissance after that? Possibly, but I think that you know, this whole idea of, you know, blaming the Chinese and then the Saudi, whatever that's all about and everything. Like, I think they're preparing for war is what I'm saying. I don't you, know with who. The they're Saudis? Already, they're already, you know, bombing Yemen to yeah, smithereens. I mean, they're always doing stuff, so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think maybe people are trying to bring Armageddon. Armageddon? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who believe, like, oh, these are all the signs of the end times. First of all, let's just talk about how Revelations was, like, you know, inserted into the biblical text later. It was not something that was original, but whatever. We're not going to get into that. But we are going to say this, that people who ascribe to that theological uh, model of oh, these are all signs of the end times and we're all like, oh, everybody, you have to be Christian in order to to be saved yeah. from, from, you know, the Messiah's coming, blah, 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 all of that, right? Okay, they want to accelerate. They want to accelerate Armageddon. So what do they want? They want, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to get all the Jews into Israel. So they're going to try to accelerate that, right? They're going to try to like, let's let's bring on Armageddon. We want jesus to come back well, the, He's i think the, the first sign of revelations is there's a worldwide pandemic right that thins the population worldwide plague that's the first thing in revelations and then there's then everybody then something else happens the horsemen ride or something i don't know yeah. all that I don't know. all that stuff so uh, people have been saying for years for years that we are in the end times they've been saying this for Oh my God! So many years, and probably since before you were born. Well, I think we are living in the post-apocalypse right now. There was a great flood, right? I think the great flood's real. Some people think it's myth, uh, but I think there was probably some great flood. And then AD after death symbolizes the post-apocalypse, right? That's well, just... it's interesting because I mean. <laughs> lots of cultures have the flood story right mm-hmm. the first flood story started with the sumerians that we link the biblical story noah's ark to right because the sumerians were in what's modern day iraq right mm-hmm. and so they had the flood story the mesopotamians were the first to have the flood story okay yeah it's it's the same thing, but it's the you same know what thing. I mean. Why are you messing with me? Epic of Gilgamesh. Who's yeah, that? Epic of Gilgamesh was the Who's first. That? Okay, that's uh, Babylon. Babylonian. Whatever. Okay, that's all like. Samaria. Okay, it's let's. A, th- okay, I, yeah, we know. Excuse me. It's the same. Go. It's just like it, I'll I'll set you straight later. Just go. Set go. me straight. That's fine. 
I don't care. All I make sure to say is that's modern day what? Iraq. Thank you very much. Ancient civilization there. Okay. Uh, and so um, there, the flood stories that they have predate the biblical flood story that most people know, which is Noah's Ark, right? Uh -huh. So, and the Greeks so, had a flood story as well, which which they learned from Babylon. Thank you, Iraq. Um, so from that ancient civilization, because that was the cradle of the civilization, that is where Garden of Eden is as well. And there's also supposed to be a part of Noah's Ark actually there in Iraq. Uh -huh. So, um, that said, okay, was there a flood story or not? Possibly. I mean, there are other cultures around the world that talk about a great flood as well. There's so maybe there was. India. Um, right? Yeah. What else? Polynesians. No. A lot yeah. of Polynesian cultures. Yeah. Uh, now, they're like, oh, archaeological, archaeological digs. Uh, state that there was no great flood um and that these cultures just uh you know learn from each other okay sure i don't believe that because the archaeological institutions have been trying to cover up ancient digs for a long time and they've been discrediting people for a long time because they're very like set in their ways and that stems from you know, the late 1800s, early 1800s, you know, the 1800s and 1900s, early 1900s, that whole archaeological era. But that's just my opinion. Whatever. Well, I mean, in, in there's your, I mean, th that, yes, there's, there is, there is the idea that um, as wonderful as anthropologists are and have been you know your grandmother uh, is an anthropologist there is this idea of coming into a culture right and thinking that you are better than okay mm -hmm. anthropologists today have learned that you're not supposed to do that right um but but in the past like when you were talking about the 1800s and stuff they probably were, you know, like, we're, we're so amazing. Yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> we're going to come into this. When the British were going into the Amazon, it was very much like, oh, the savages. Right, exactly. And we must go into the savage land. Right. And, and, and liberate these people from the savageries. Sure. Like, well, I mean, the way they used to speak about, heck, about um, women in the Middle East and, um, you know, they used to. They used to write about them as, you know, being, uh, you know, oppressed and, and oh, oppressed. my goodness, because, and then they, they, if they're wearing Red a veil, fur. I mean, I'm sorry, but the veil, okay, the head covering has been around for a long time, you know, I mean, if we're going to get back into like biblical times, that's, they did it back then too. But okay? it didn't become as mainstream as it has till... Uh, Wahhabism, you know, erupted. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Specifically, 1977, I think, when a hadith was written saying that women must cover their heads. And so. Well, yeah. And that's not even. By a Wahhabi. 
well and when we when we talk about um uh what does it refer to uh right a hadith would be the sayings of the prophet muhammad right supposedly that's what so you're talking about this yeah, supposed hadith that emerged yeah, oh wait where'd that come from and it was some some guy that wrote it but um like whatever, and man. so the wahhabi movement started okay but well not it started but before in the that, quran but I'm saying 1977 right right like, but in the yeah. in the quran it it when they refer to a veil translated into a veil it is not a veil that you wear it mm. had to do with the prophet the maternal veil well there's right. lots of interpretations but if you want to do like a literal sort of like well what was that it about? was the shoji screen right for, for birthing well it was it was a here's a veil like people were being a little too friendly with the prophet's wives and so it was like hey now remember who you're talking to don't be all friendly friendly like uh -huh. you know like show some respect so it was like that type of a thing yeah but when people talk about the hijab the hijab is not just a head covering okay it's not just about that it's about it's about your tongue it's about the way you speak it's about your head the way you think right mm-hmm think your thoughts put a put a veil on your thoughts put a veil yeah, on your tongue don't to. be saying things you shouldn't be saying watch what you say watch what you think because you can create not such good stuff in your life right? and when you talk about modesty men have to do the same th thing you know they're wearing dish dashes mm -hmm. for example they're supposed to lower their eyes what does that mean it means don't be like staring at somebody that's rude uh -huh. right rude. lower your eyes don't be like you know don't be acting like a dog you know dog looks into your eyes and you look into their eyes that's like it's a fight it's different yeah. than kitty cat eyes kitty cat when you're staring so at a kitty cat and they're staring at you that's they not blink. about a fight they blink it's about i love you mommy that's what that's <laughs> about right but dogs, no, 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 no. They say don't too. be staring at a dog's eyes because then they think you want to fight them. Now, yeah. Buster was different. Buster would allow me to look into his eyes. Well, if you're the alpha. Oh, that's right. I, think I was you alpha. get away yeah. with yeah. a little bit. Probably. But, but dogs don't like it when you look at They don't their eyes. like that staring. They, uh, they Kitty cats do. Yeah. They turn away. Yeah. So Anyways. anyway, the point is don't be like acting like a dog. Okay. Literally. And staring into people's eyes type of thing. That's why it says, be modest, you know, put your eyes down. Don't yeah. be like staring too long at people. It's it's freaky. People don't like it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I was, I was reading this thing where I think you read that, that book. Uh, but where there's these preconceived notions the west has had for many years mm -hmm. towards the middle east mm -hmm. and it the middle east doesn't have those preconceived notions about the west like that's a recent thing mm -hmm. so when um everything recently crossed over again back in world war one uh just lots of racism and stuff like that so mm-hmm I don't know. I, I I need to read it again or something. Yeah. yeah. Refresh in your memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am... Um, 
I, I find it interesting that you brought up Saudi Arabia because they're, you know, they're mm, in the, in the, in the Arab world, they're considered like, like, what the heck is that about? You know what I mean? Like what? And, and the problem is they have the, the, uh, um, control over Mecca, right? The holy, holy place, the, where people do a pilgrimage. Right. And so like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. It's not. Um, yeah, you can't say bad it shit makes about you, Saudi Arabia. Well, it makes you go like, yeah, because then they're like, oh, you can't like, come you here. You can't come so here. So if you want to, you want to so go and do your Iran. pilgrimage, right? It's like, oh no, uh huh, right. And so you're supposed to. That's one of the five pillars of Islam. Everybody's supposed to, if they can, if they have the means uh-huh. to do so, and the health and everything, they should go on pilgrimage to Mecca. But then it's like you know, and to see the Kaaba and stuff, but. Come on, like, why does Saudi get the to control all that? You know what I mean? I don't know. I just I don't like it. Well, the and British then, put that in place. I know, I know. You know, let's be honest here. The British created Saudi Arabia. <sighs> yeah. The British created Kuwait. The British created Qatar. The yep. British created the UAE. The British created, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm yep so you know yeah you cut up the middle east like that man and then you get and then you get tons of cultural issues because it doesn't work especially when you try to bring capitalism to you know like cult some cultures just don't work with capitalism you know what i mean and here's the deal Devin. like they already Hat, I mean, you don't need to be bringing your capitalism there because they already have people that are entrepreneurs there. Yeah. I mean, exactly. people have stores and things like that. I mean, you heard me say your great grandfather, okay? Your great grandfather, not your grandfather, your great grandfather. Your grandfather was a kid then, right? But your great grandfather, so, you know, we're talking what, over 100 mm-hmm. years, right? Had a medicinal herbal store yeah he fought for the ottomans in world war ii also i think he was drafted yeah he yeah fought, it was probably made to fought against but, the russians i think in the north i don't know but the but here's the deal they had store like people are entrepreneurs they're already have i mean hello you don't need to bring you don't need to bring your corporations there they don't yeah, need capitalism is not about corporations it's about entrepreneurs let's bring that back how about that let's do that right let's do that yeah because true entrepreneurs have many businesses they just don't have one and then i'm gonna like be the big corporation that's gonna munch everybody i'm walmart or or i'm amazon or i'm gonna get everybody you know you know Mm -hmm. no that's not what it's about it's about like Hey, I've got this business. Okay, now I want to have this business too. Okay, now I'm going to do this business. I got all these businesses. It's great. Yeah. I don't need to be the big corporation. Well, that's a very, I think, American idea is, you know, Africa, the Middle East, um, parts of uh, Asia, especially, you know, Native American uh, places, just all over the world, societies were tribal, okay? Mm-hmm. But the Europe, 
in Europe, they had tribal societies, okay? They had the Germans, for example, the Celtics. Um, the Celtics, okay? They were tribal societies there too, but mm-hmm. but you know, Europe they evolved or not evolved, but they see we think of it as evolved into kingdoms, right? Mm-hmm. There they went beyond the tribal state into kingdoms, and they thought that that is better, kingdoms and empires. And that's the way things should be. But the problem with that is you destroy you destroy tribal society to a huge extent, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's this idea and this, this article I read, and it was really uh, interesting in that, and its whole point was the invention of av- agriculture was bad for the human for humanity and for planet earth because when we created agriculture we were able to settle down and we were able to settle down we were able to create bigger and better things right and then those bigger and better things create pollution and harm the planet right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i don't know where i was going with that but it's the uh I don't know. Well, do you understand I, what I was saying? Yeah, I think I think what you're saying is empires don't work for everybody is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so when the west went around and they they conquered, you know, everybody and then they said you're this and you're that and everybody's just like and the and the tribes are just like, "What? What are you talking about? I'm this tribe." You know, like if you go to South Africa, there's tons of tribes in South Africa, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's all under South Africa law, right? Yeah, you know, it just well, and and who says tribes aren't good? I mean, now people are into having tribes. They're like, oh, hey, it's my people, yeah, my tribe. Now, now, now everybody wants to have a tribe. They want a tribe. Well, you right? have like a core group of people that you hang out with or work with or you know i mean there's everybody yeah everybody has some sort of tribe don't tell me you don't you have your people mm-hmm. these are my people now you could have many groups that you belong to and those are your tribe right i've got my tribe here i've got my tribe here i've got my tribe here i got but a lot got of a those main main people yeah the main people that you hang out with your but, friends your family that's your tribe yeah but some people don't and that's the heart of depression, I think. Some people don't have that. Some people are longing for that. Yeah, right. And they're longing to go back to that state because... They want to belong. Not only are we... This is why I hate... Um, God, I hate, like, atheism, for example. No offense to anybody. But hey, we, don't we, be putting down but atheism. But we were evolved... We, we were... We're spiritual animals. Atheists you know? can be spiritual. The, yeah. I'm gonna but speak, I'm saying mainstream. I'm going to speak for them right now just to stick up. I'm saying mainstream atheism goes against this idea that we are, are spiritual beings, you know? Well. 
we are spiritual beings. Well, I think that there. I mean, let's just look at what atheism means. It means not believing, not in believing in God. God, and that, okay. And so God as as a, a a construct, a social construct. People can still be atheist and and say that there's a spirituality. They know that. Okay, so I mean, I uh, the reason I have to stick up for them is because I know a lot of people that are atheists and they're still very they believe in spirituality and everything. They just don't want it being called God. Like, because it evokes something for them, okay? It, yeah. it evokes monotheism. And maybe they came from, uh, you know, a religion that in which they felt um, oppressed. And so they don't want to be associated with that anymore. So they say, I'm atheist. But the this is all over the U.S. If you say God, all of a sudden your opinion doesn't matter, okay? This is this is rampant across the United States. Mm. Because you think people think a certain thing or a certain you're saying no, because people are denying certain... that we are spiritual beings. Okay. Well, especially this the can... newer generations is what uh, okay, I'm saying. Okay, but you know there are other ways to describe that. Um, that I know spiritual that's... experience, the divine spirit, universe. Um. The yeah, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. Huh? That's not what I'm saying. Ultimate reality. There's all sorts God, of God, universe, energy. You're just saying force. using the word God makes no, people no, no. cringe. Yeah, or I'm saying that, but I'm just saying. Going back to my first point, is there is a denial of our spirituality. Our divinity, but in you're the, the you're world. connecting it to tribal tribal peoples. So within the tribe, there is a need for that spiritual experience. Maybe yeah, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, and so where else are you going to experience that? But with your tribe, with your people. Well, and not only not only that is w- we don't have a mythology anymore. Like Greece, for example. Okay. Babylon, mm-hmm. for example, they created their cities, right? Mm-hmm. And they had a mythology that everybody believed. And that mm-hmm. was the overarching tribe, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't exist anymore. That only exists in uh, certain religions, certain institutions, right? For example, the Christians here would believe that and that creates you know a split division for example well you could say denominations are a tribe uh-huh what you, you belong to this you denomination or that denomination yeah what but do you i'm mean? saying i'm saying there's i'm lutheran i'm i know uh, i'm saying there's not a there's I'm, not a correct answer at all because mythologies had their issues you know Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying like you understand what i'm saying there's not a correct answer to what the existence of a deity or multiple deities the issue of denial of divinity you know what i mean spirituality Mm -hmm. well this is deep and um and what 
And what, I Mom? Don't, I don't know Mother's that I'm, Day. I don't know that I'm understanding. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> well, I think maybe you grow, you, you come from a different era. I don't know. Different. Uh, but there perspective, is perspective, maybe. No, no, we're on the same page I'm on the here. Same page. Okay. I'm just trying to get you to understand. All right, what I'm saying, there is a a spiritual thirst i yes. think you understand that spiritual, spiritual angst hunger yes in society yes now you're you're preaching my language yeah yeah okay bring it and people are denying spirituality mainly because they come from the monotheistic christian right. background but there and that was other... shoved down their throat right there are other ways there of are... experiencing spirituality yeah okay mm-hmm. well that gets to the other point i was saying you can't expect you can't shove religion down a child's throat, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think a huge part of it is institutionalized religion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But mythology in some cultures, uh, in most cultures, was not institutionalized. Okay. It was just the acceptance mm-hmm. of things. It was a part of the culture. It was more of was the cultural. daily life. It was cultural. Right? It was like, oh, hey, tell us about where we come from. Okay. And then the leader, the spiritual leader, who was also a spiritual healer, right? Yeah. The I mean, they were, leader, the, the they were like the medicine, the medicine. They were like example. the doctor and the one doing the religious the ceremonies and all that, right? Yeah. They were saying, you know, hey. Well, and they Hey, this they, is where we come from, guys. They'd make stuff up too. Like different villages had their own uh set of beliefs. Well, they they had their own story, mm-hmm. you know. Uh different tribes may, you know, like if you look at native tribes, they all have different creation stories, you know? Yeah. Everybody's got everybody wants to know where do we come from? Why do you think we went to the moon? Okay, and why do you think we got our eye on Mars? Ooh, uh-huh. Can we can we get some water where's, up in here? Where's God? Yeah, Where, yeah. Point it up. Point it up. Yeah. What if God is right here? That's why when we bury our people, mm-hmm. point they're it up. facing upwards, facing yeah. up. They're not. They're not on their tummy. They're on their back. Wow, that's back. interesting. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Did I scare you this Mother's Day? No, I think we should watch zombies. Oh my god. Yes, zombies today. Oh my god. Zombies. I'm getting sick of zombies. I'm Are you? You know. Yeah, like What? I don't know what's going on in the show anymore. Because it's you're like, not paying attention. It's like real real life. I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, Wait, life we're back is a, to the beginning. Life is a show. Back to the beginning. What's going on? What the heck? I know. And with that, I Books think are way easier I think to you sometimes. need to like, I'll tell you what's going on. You need to make me dinner. It's dinner time. Okay. It's right. Mother's Day dinner time. All it's right. Time. Dinner time for mother. Yes. Everybody go. Mother. Oh, well, by the time you listen to this, shoot, we're not live streaming, huh? No. By the time they listen to this, They're well, let's hope you tra- treated your mom to dinner or breakfast this or something. This kitty cat's eating his nails. Look at that. He's he's licking his paws is what he's, he's doing. He's cleaning them. He's 
cleaning himself. He has the the furry the furry okay, paws. Okay, I need dinner. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Okay, Kermit the Frog. Thank you for listening. Hmm. Uh, thank you for listening to ninety-eight point five KFM. You've been listening to the classical station, classical rock. Anyways, we have been the, the bad, bad beat. beat. I will see you in the morrow. Bye. Oh, well,